Welcome to Grooved and Removed. Um, this is an offshoot of Cranked and Ranked, if you are unaware. And we've done this four or five times now, where yeah. we take some classic albums and we have a discussion about if we if we had if we could if we had the power to remove one track from every album. Which one would it be? And in our scenario, we're thinking about things like they're permanently removed. What would the album be like with this track permanently removed? And we don't fuck around with instrumentals or interludes or yep. uh, things covers covers th- has, things that aren't yeah. full on songs. Original songs by the band um, are not considered. Just full on songs. And um yeah. of course, as usual, old head. With me as always, Eddie Sparks. Me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um so yeah, that's that's what today's episode is. It's a instead of ranking albums, we're taking classic albums. This time it's the first six albums from Black Sabbath. And we'll have a discussion about which song we each we, we didn't, you know, we don't talk about this before the episode. We each do our own choices. We come and have a discussion, and we come to a, uh, an agreement on which song is permanently removed from mm. that album. A couple of these were pretty difficult for me. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh, there, but there is also every possibility that we just match up. Yeah, that's yeah, but, that too. That true. That can happen, but um, I mean, look, looking at some of these track lists, I'm thinking to myself. This is fucking hard. Yeah, that's what she said. Um, I brought, hey. I brought, I brought my vinyls today to 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 help us, uh, you know, guide us along the way. But before we get there, I want to uh, shout out a couple of emails we recently got. One of them was from way earlier in the month, and I've just forgotten to respond to it from our, our buddy Tom Thurston, who who watches a lot of our shit and uh, emails me often about stuff, and um, he's a good dude. And um, his, I'll sort of paraphrase his email because he essentially was saying that it would be cool if we could put together sometime a video showing our process for how we put together an episode and how we put together a ranking. Oh, and, that's cool. And the idea is like just thinking about it, I go, yeah, that would be cool. But then I think about, well, what do we actually have to do? Do we make videos of ourselves listening to stuff or show us writing down notes. Cause really it's, I mean, we really could just sum it up right here. What we do instead of making an entire video about it. Um, because <laughs> that way, cause it seems like it'd be really boring. It'd be like a shot of me with a pen doing this um, with, <laughs> with headphones on. Um, and then it would be me um, making coffee. <laughs> <laughs> But set to the tune of Montal oh, yeah. from <laughs> Team America. So that'd be incredible. So really, like we can just sum it up. So like, I know, like my like my process, depending on the band. So if it's if it's a band that I don't know that well, let's say I have a full week. Let's say we record an episode. We usually record our episodes on Sunday afternoons, Sunday evening for Eddie. Yeah. But let's say that we have one week. And we have a discography to get through. If it's a band that I don't know that well, Monday morning, I am because I work from home. So I Monday morning, I start listening to albums and I'm working and I'm writing down notes. Sometimes I'll go you know, back and listen to something, a song again. Um, if it's an if it's a really awful discography, sometimes I skip songs about halfway through. I'll give each song at least a half listen, but that doesn't. That hasn't happened very often. It's just been a few cases where I've gotten fatigue from doing it that I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to skip through the rest of this song. But um, <laughs> so I'll do that throughout the week. So if I have, let's say we have eight albums, I'll do like maybe two on Monday, two on Tuesday, I'll get, but I'll go in whatever order I've decided. And if it's a band that I know really well, I want to be really fresh with it. So I, sometimes I do it on Friday. Like I will just wow. listen to a whole bunch of albums in a row and as I'm going, 
I'll put them in an order. Um, but uh, and then throughout the week, um, usually with ones that I don't know very well, on the weekend before we do the episode, I'll go back and kind of spot listen to some albums, and sometimes I'll shift them around because I'm like, well, I've thought about it for a little bit. Maybe I'll ch- change places. Um, and then that's really it. I mean, it's not, uh, so, you, know, and, you know, sometimes I'm listening on headphones. Sometimes I'm not. Um, sometimes I do both. Um, there's been some sometimes that I've, you know, just listened to albums all the way through on one day. And then the other day, like in the evening, I'll listen to with some headphones on. But um, it really depends on the band. But that's really the gist of it is I just give myself however much time I think I'm going to need um, and to really like listen to all of them and actually have something to say. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much my process. What do you, what, what, what is your ritual? I kind of, because I've got quite a busy schedule now compared to when we started this, like when, when we started this, this was like COVID era, like yeah. early, early pandemic. So maybe like the first three months of lockdown had passed and we'd like kind of entered the summer by this point. So I had nothing to do, but, (laughs) you know, go to work, listen to me. If I wasn't at work, I was listening to music, playing video games. Yeah. And that was pretty much it. Cause there, you know, there was nothing else to do. So I thought, you know, I'll combine two passions of mine and, you know, get this thing off the ground. Well, eventually, um, things started happening with the band you know we can get out again so like car journeys uh if i know that i'm playing a gig somewhere but i've got albums to listen to i'll i have like an entire playlist i'm not even sure if they're like private or or not playlists but i've got like cranked and ranked i have a whole folder of uh playlists and that's on spotify ready to go. so if you want to go find yeah, that's it on, yeah that's <laughs> on spotify and like i've got shitloads of bands here if you, if you want to have a look at you know maybe some that we would be doing in the near future band things we'll definitely get around to but yeah y- you can probably find them um either way i just gradually remove songs i've listened to from the playlist and basically count it down um until there's nothing left so you know that's i'll give that's a good way to do it i should start doing that I'll give everything like as fair a listen as I can. Yeah. If I've heard if I've heard the album before and I know that it's going to be a high placing, there have been times where I've done a ranking just knowing full well where it's going to go. Yeah. And not needing to listen to it to know because it's always in rotation. Yeah. So, but when it comes to you know recording this as well, um, I think a cool little thing is. Um, I'll let them know on what I'm actually looking at right now is to the left of me. I have like the um, recording software in the middle. I've got, you know, yours truly old head himself dead center so that it doesn't look like he's over there when I'm talking to him. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, uh, and then I'll have whatever info I need on the right hand side and I'll scroll down through that. So I've basically got just a, a big old control panel in here. It's, really cool and my, but, my shit's all on paper <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> analog digital <laughs> that's it's only because like i i you know we've got the the recording going for the podcast side of things we've got the zoom going i always try to make sure i don't have anything open i don't need um but, yeah but you know not that i mean i'm pretty sure that my my you know my macbook could handle it i just don't want to jinx it so i'm just like I'm just going to put it down on paper. That way I don't have extra things open. But Fair. Fair enough, yeah. It's, you know, it, it's something I enjoy doing, you know, listening to all these albums. Yeah. Um, granted, you know, if I'm having a hard time with an album, I will split it up into parts. You know, I'll be like, yeah, man, I don't know if I have the attention span to sit here for like 70 minutes with this album that's renowned for not being as good as x amount of other albums so like if if to stay like fully engaged to give everything a fair enough shot i kind of listen to that sort of album on a like three song by three song basis yeah uh and you know that can help 
really like kind of milk all the content for as much as I can because you know I, I do all of my ranking track by track whereas you're very much overall vibe yeah um whereas you know that's that's the little dynamic we got going on but uh and it, and it it works really well and it's funny that you mentioned the dynamic because um that leads me to the other email that I want to um give a shout out to um from James Weiskittle um if you're listening I, I mean I, I'm I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong um but he just basically gave us a lot of kudos so I'm not going to read the whole thing but um but uh, but I'll read you these couple of paragraphs here because you know we we like getting this good feedback um so he's he's really enjoying what we're doing and he says uh from the format to the banter you guys and he asks how did you meet Eddie anyway I can go over that um Tinder <laughs> I mean, that was quick um, you guys have struck up a winning formula obviously i'm a huge all things mental fan so when i so i was invested from the start but let me be first to tell you that not all podcasts are created equal speaking from a former host myself i fully recognize the time and effort it takes to elevate blokes shooting the shit to a listenable coherent conversation worth sharing to that point, your podcast is a cut above by far the best music centric show I've stumbled upon in years. And that's, uh, wow. and that's, Thank yeah. You. <laughs> so that's fucking great. And he also, you know, he's, he's around my age and, um, and he's, he's, it looks like he's been not only, he worked in record stores, but involved in the music industry. And he's like, if you ever want somebody to be a guest, um, and we, you know, we'll definitely keep you in mind, James, um, Hell yeah! Because you know we we're constantly looking for ways to branch out the cranked and ranked um, formula because you know cinematic universe. Yeah, really. <laughs> and so we do. Um, that's why we do things like today with grooved and removed because we're we're never going to stop doing band rankings. But mm -hmm. it's become very clear over the last three years that people that watch us a good majority of them aren't there just for whatever band it is we're doing. It's they've just somehow become entertained by our banter. And so it's like, <laughs> well, we don't necessarily need to just always be ranking. We can keep it music or, you know, you know, music adjacent and do some yeah. other things where we, you know, we have other kinds of discussions. And so that's, yeah, that brings us to this. So James, thank you very much for the, for the email. And, and just just to briefly sum up, the way that we met each other um, was uh, through our YouTube channels. It, to to yeah. to basically sum it up very quickly, um, Eddie started commenting on some of my videos. I commented on his videos, and then we started talking via email. And Eddie had the idea for this podcast, and several months later, it came to be. So that was that was really it's it. Wild, wild to think that that's three years ago. Because I remember where I was when I came up for the idea to do Cranked and Ranked, and that was in the library of Falmouth University. Mm -hmm. And I was sat there, and I, like it's just one of those like light bulb moments. And I was I was actually editing the um, the Faith No More video mm -hmm. that I made ages ago. Um, I need I I will say about my YouTube channel. At the minute, the band is the priority. So yeah, yeah. you know, but you know, I'm always going to be on here. So yeah. Have you ever anyway. thought? This is a suggestion from a fan from me. Um, have you ever mm -hmm. thought about like when you guys go do a festival or something? Like do a little videography, do throw throw together a little video of like the whole the day. You know, and, yeah, and that that might be kind of cool because because you know the Eddie Sparks brand can be all about your band too. Might as well be. Yeah, we've we've been thinking about like kind of uh, th putting together some like band vlogs, maybe shooting a little bit of some practice sessions we've had That'd recently. Be cool. There's there's actually a about a couple nights ago we played a um, rehearsal session with each other. And it's honestly the best I think we've ever played, like locked in together. We're a three piece. Yeah. Um, we're a three piece grungy metal band a la Alice in Chains Pantera helmet 
if you kind of took those, put that them in is, a blender. That is a good thing. I, you, that's a good description. All those things together are kind of what you guys sound like. Yeah, yeah. That kind of early 90s, chunky but spacious kind of kind of thing. Yeah. So um, that's what we, we strive to achieve, and we're we're achieving it. <laughs> so yeah, that's a, that's a lot about a lot of a lot of not talking about Black Sabbath. But you know, I, I'm 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 always happy if, if anyone sends an email to oldheadpodcast at gmail dot com. Um, sometimes I I will respond via email. Sometimes I try to hold on to them to talk about them on an episode. Um, but I love hearing whatever it is. Um, you know that you guys have to throw my way. Um, mm. but yeah. So we might as well get on to uh to the uh the task at hand which is removing songs from classic Black Sabbath albums. So um we'll if we're st- <laughs> we're starting in order then we uh yes, we, we, we start with uh Black Sabbath the album Black Sabbath which features the song Black Sabbath by the band Black Sabbath. Um mm. and this is all my vinyl is they're they're not a they're all 70s pressings but the only like original from the year is my volume 4 that one's actually from 72 but um, wow. i don't know what year this one is i think this is like 76 or something like that right but uh, but yeah so we got, it's still significantly older than my pressing <laughs> yeah it's they're they're, they're, old, they're old um so just to run down the track listing on black sabbath um it starts with black sabbath then you have mm-hmm. the wizard and the interesting thing about this is that it's technically only five tracks, but there's two of them that have like multiple sections. And I didn't even I didn't even talk think about the sections. I figured if you remove that track, you're removing all those sections. So wow. um, Black Sabbath, The Wizard, and then the next one is Wasp, Behind the Wall of Sleep, basically an NIB, and side two, Wicked World. And then the next track is a bit of finger, sleeping village, and warning. And so, um, did you did you remove did you look at them as just five tracks? The way I've got them on here, um, as you know, albums digitally, just so that they're easy to organize. It's just got them as songs. So Black Sabbath, Wizard, Behind the Wall of Sleep, NIB, Evil Woman, Sleeping Village, and Warning. Okay. Um there there is Wicked World, but that's not on the original. So Wicked World is not on the original, it's on this. Oh, is it? Yeah. Ah. Wicked World is on huh. here. Maybe it's not on the first pressing, maybe. Um oh, that, that's I've, strange. I've always heard yeah. Wicked World um on this album, so yeah. I don't know. But I, I I was also not born until eight years after this came out. So hold on, that's that's gonna bug me. Uh, I need to look this up now. <laughs> to the internet! Why is that not on the CD? Let's have a look. Discography. Black Sabbath from 1970. Ah. Hmm. Okay. Length. Ah, there is a length difference between the UK and US version. Let's have a quick look. Ah. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So, the European edition doesn't have Wicked World on it. Um... The okay. North American edition does. Huh. So okay. you get a bonus. All right. Well, um, I'll just go ahead and start with mine. I did not remove Wicked World, so it doesn't even matter. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I I ended up removing uh, a bit of Finger, Sleeping Village, slash Warning. Um, be- okay. Because it is 14, almost you know, 14 and a half minutes long, and... It's the least interesting song on the album for me. It doesn't. It, it's got its moments, but for the most part, hmm. it doesn't do much for me compared to the, all the other songs. Um, so, what did what did you choose? I also I went for Sleeping Village and oh, okay the yeah and it's it's got it separated because Warning is a is a cover. So oh, it is that, shit. Yeah. So that's what had me thinking. Originally, I was going to say warning because it's just a bit of a jam, but Sleeping Village being the original, and they're 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 separated as tracks. Um, so I've got I'm going to go with Sleeping Village. Well, we'll just um, f- f- which section is that? Because I literally have only heard the album like this. So I, which section is Sleeping Village? <laughs> uh, it's it's the kind of 
quiet, spooky one. But is there vocals during that part? Is it an actual song? I think the whole thing is a song. This is the first time this has happened. Why is Black Sabbath got to make shit so complicated? Oh, yeah. No, Sleeping Village does have vocals. I feel like we're we're copping out by not just removing the whole fourteen minute track. <laughs> the 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 thing the thing I'm having a problem with here is though is that it they're listed as two separate songs, on on here, so it's interesting. Yeah, it's it's weird. Sleeping Village, on um, like digital formats, I guess the way they've got it set up, or the way they've you know divided it later down the line. They've got Sleeping Village as its own original track and Warning as a Ainsley Dunbar um, cover. You're right. So that's really weird because like the the way that it's written on the album is that they're they're grouped t- together. Those those are grouped together, and then on Apple Music they're also grouped together as one track. Oh, for real? So that's why I thought of it that way because I'm like, yeah, it always seems like it goes together. Um, well, I guess that means Sleeping Village goes because I that was part of my choice. <laughs> right. But what, is, but what does that do to the song if you cut out Sleeping Village? This is well, you just get you just get the Ainsley Dunbar jam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, then that that was pretty easy. Uh, not really that yeah. easy, but you know you know what I'm saying. Then Sleeping Village gets removed, which means it just goes from a bit of finger to warning. But uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> feel, feel free in the comments to put down what one you would have removed or, uh, yeah, that's so confusing. Luckily, I don't think, you know, there's anything quite that confusing in any of the other albums. A couple mm. things. All right. But that would bring us, so that means we were, that, that means that, yeah, that's just a weird, I would like to know how that, I would, I'm going to go and listen to it again and just take that part out and see what it <laughs> sounds like. But uh, album number two. Uh, Paranoid, classic. Which my, mine, I don't know if they all have gatefolds. But mine has a gatefold. Just, I think mine might have a gatefold. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, but the track list is uh, War Pigs, Paranoid, Planet Caravan, Iron Man, Electric Funeral, Hand of Doom, Rat Salad, and Fairies Wear Boots. This one, I wouldn't remove any song from this album. <laughs> I am one. I, yeah, I'm 100 with you because on the one hand, there's a part of me that feels like you know i think of paranoid as one of those albums where i'm like i've heard it so many times you know in the wild that i i never need to hear it again but whenever i do hear it it's a fucking treat because it's just banger after classic banger it's a yeah it's a classic for a reason um but so when i first went into looking at this album and i was like went through all the tracks and I'm like, well, the easy one to get rid of would be planet caravan because it kind of sticks out like a sore thumb. Cause the rest of the songs are very riff oriented, heavy, you know, Sabbath stuff. But, mm. but I really like planet caravan. So, I, so I, I, I was just, uh, sorry, go ahead. You, you can continue. I was just going to say, I honestly thought that you were going to say rat salad because it's like the shortest of the bunch and it's most it's a sizable portion of it is drum solo it's basically their moby dick but but, I, but it's I like, also really cool yeah i really like rat salad um so i i had to go and listen to a few of the songs a couple times and yeah. i went back and forth on what i what i would remove and my i this i hate even saying this my choice to remove would be hand of doom I also chose Hand of Doom. Hey, there you go. That was easy. And <laughs> as it, but like the the problem is that's still an awesome song. Agreed. You know. But it's like but putting it up next to everything else and like I and with Rat Salad like I just like what it adds to the album. Same thing mm-hmm. with Planet Caravan because I'm like, well, it does stick out, but I like what it adds to the album. So Hand of Doom is, you know, a fucking killer song but it's there's more killer songs (laughs) than that um yeah 
Which would which would could, that would be you know that literally would be you know leading Electric Funeral into Rat Salad. The the funny thing about these albums is we've done albums before. Like if you remove a track from Angel Dust, it's still a pretty long album. But we're removing one track from an album that's like what thirty five minutes long or something. It's 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 a forty forty two minute album. Forty two. It's, a, it's yeah. not so not super long, but we're removing a you know a, a big song from it, and then uh, you know. But well, I, th- well, then it would be thirty five because it's a seven minute. So yeah, forty two take away seven. That is a 35-minute album. And something I discovered while going through these albums is a lot of times it's the longer songs that lose me on their early stuff because if the riff isn't fucking amazing, if it's just kind of a bluesy thing, then I'm like, why does this have to be so goddamn long? And sometimes Ozzy's vocals or just him singing along with the riff sometimes, or something yeah. that isn't really that great, which is, it's so interesting to listen to early Ozzy, because Ozzy, from one track to another, will have a song where I listen to the vocal line and go, it's not amazing. And then the next song will go, fuck, Ozzy, how did you come up with that? That's amazing. That's so great. Yeah. And so it's like, it's almost like he had a day where he wasn't <laughs> quite so fucked up. <laughs> he came up with some better <laughs> vocal lines. But, you know, but, you know, they're all they're all fucking classic at this point. But it's interesting to me that just, you know, some of the songs. If I was going to point out, this is the thing that makes the song amazing. It's like just one little riff and the rest of it. I go, ah, the rest of it's fine. But that one riff is iconic. You know, it's. Yeah. So it's it's really strange. But that was an easy one to do. This album, man, like you look at all of the song titles and you can sing the riffs yeah oh like that it, reading through this takes me back to like the early stages of like learning about metal yeah and like when i when i found out black sabbath were effectively the first band to do heavy metal proper you know yeah it was you know this album i remember going through like wow uh this really is the first kind of rumblings of this. So, yeah. um, um, Like many guitarists before me, um, Iron Man was one of the first songs I learned on guitar. Uh, And I would, you know, I would play it on my stereo and play along with it on my guitar. I guess because a lot of those things, they're slower and it's easier to, once you kind of figure out what you're doing, it's easier to get it. Um, Of course I would stop playing once the solo started. I would play all the way up to that point (laughs) and I'd be like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, dude. Okay. This this next one's gonna be fucking hard. Master of Reality. Is, I got one of those copies where you can't really see the title. You gotta uh, shine a light on it. I think this one's like 1978 or something like that. Um, my I, personal favorite. I like that. It's, it's, got the, it's got the lyrics on the back on the back cover. I don't know if that's oh, on cool. every pressing, but I really like that. Um, and it's and it's embossed. Which I really like that too. Yes, but uh, so uh, master of reality, and uh, yeah, this I think this was uh, both of our number ones on our Black Sabbath ranking, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm, um, pr- I'm pretty sure. No way in hell it wasn't. So uh, <laughs> at least for me. So we've got Sweet Leaf, After Forever, Embryo, which is an instrumental, so that's not included. Children of the Grave. I was just going to say, and it's 27 seconds long. Yeah. <laughs> Children of the Grave, Orchid, which is an instrumental, Lord of This World, Solitude, and Into the Void. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> it's fucking hard. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, a, oh. this is a fucking ridiculously good album. Yeah. Um, Insane. Anyway, so... This was another one that was that that I thought was going to be very hard, but because I I did this right after listening to Paranoid, and when I got to Solitude, I was like, "This is a similar kind of song, but not as good as Planet Caravan." And so I said, "You know what? Can't get rid of anything else in this fucking album, so Solitude has to go." Um. Yeah, it's just the only one where I was just like, 
I could do without this. There's a better, there's a better sort of like mellow Sabbath song on the album before. Okay, this is this is gonna be our first our first little little dis- disagreement. What the what um, the fuck can you remove? You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> what other song on here? I mean, I I, I you no. Sweet Leaf, After Forever, Children of the Grave, Lord of This World, Into the Void. What what mis- huge mistake are you about to make? <laughs> I now, <laughs> now I have always found myself right. I fucking adore Sweet Leaf, so that is safe, right? Okay. But coming coming right off the heel of Sweet Leaf, I'm kind of like. Can we please get the children of the grave and then Lord of this world and then into the void? Oh. And as much as it pains me to do it, it's one of the songs on my favorite albums. I'm going after forever. Cause like as much as I love that thing going that on. That groove is too fucking it, good. But it's it here's the thing, right? It's on an album of incredible groovage right the way through barring solitude but the thing is there aren't many songs in black sabbath that you know barring planet caravan you know i really appreciate these these kind of different kind of left turn kind of songs yeah and so like when i stacked together all the riffers i was there like lord of this world is great oh hell yeah right yeah like like it's awesome and then you get like a little breather with solitude and then you Mm. get the grand finale with into the void which to me personally i feel like it makes into the void hit even harder because you've got this like spooky little interlude yeah and then so in in terms of like sequencing if Sweet Leaf went straight into Can you, can you imagine embryo? just being Tony Iommi and just writing that riff one day? Uh, <laughs> like, where, like, like, the, like, where, like, where was he? Did he think about it when yeah. he was on the toilet and he's just like, hmm, that's pretty good. And he goes, he grabs his guitar. Uh, you know, um, it, is, it is really calm Birmingham accent. You know, because <laughs> I, I, I can't. There's some. There are some songs that I just can't imagine that, like, oh, that dude just wrote that one day. <laughs> I mean, you could say that about most of Black Sabbath's career. That's I mean, true. It's very true. But that, for some the, reason, there there are some riffs that are just oh, so yeah. like, like you could just play that riff on a loop. Oh yeah. The the vocals don't even need to ever start. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be perfect. Man. There's, there's one. There's a couple like that on other albums. We'll get to you also. But um, you make a good case. My, my thing is, is that you know, losing to to me after forever from a sequencing standpoint. I feel if you go Sweet Leaf, Embryo, Children of the Grave, that's essentially a one-two punch of just yeah, fucking incredible. Yeah, holy goddamn. Then straight off of Orchid. It gives you Lord of This World, and then after Solitude, it's almost like this like push and pull. You're right. I like that. I like that way of thinking. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Um, succeed or whatever. <laughs> What's the word? <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 concede. Concede. Woo! Yeah, I'm American. I don't know words. Um, <laughs> you know, except words like strategery. Um, strategery and. Uh, yeah. So okay. Strategicism. That that too. And uh, yeah. So okay. I'm okay with removing after forever from um, Master of Reality. Luckily, we don't actually have to do that. <laughs> but in the case of yeah, thank in the, God in the uh, in the alternate universe that is grooved and removed, um, that album no longer has after forever on it. Yeah, which we've got th- we still got three more to go, and um, this album this is the one that like you know I talk about volume four about how it's gotten this reputation of being this amazing album and really compared to all the rest of these it's the worst in my opinion. It's still got great shit on it. It's a classic album, but I don't really like the production on it. Some of the songs are kind of eh. 
especially in between Master of Reality and fucking Sabbath Bloody Sabbath. I mean, that's insane. Um, but anyway, Volume 4, which this is a 72. Look at it. Look at it. Hold on. Look, it's got pages. Ooh. It's got pages. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And then the back cover. Um, so, yeah. So this one, the track listing on Volume 4, Wheels of Confusion, Tomorrow's Dream, Changes, FX, Supernaut, Snowblind, Cornucopia, Laguna Sunrise, St. Vitus's Dance, and Under the Sun. So, um, there were some on here that obviously can't go because they're, you know, not legit songs. Mm-hmm. Like FX, for example. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I don't, to some people, for some reason, I've heard that they don't really like changes. And I just love that song so much. It's a, it's a great song. It's not it's not a metal song, but no. it's a great song. You know, it, it doesn't have to be heavy to be good. Um, yeah, yeah. And honestly, yeah, gr- gr- one of the reasons why Black Sabbath was so great is because they would do things like that just randomly on an yeah. album. But, so, hmm. my biggest problem with this album, aside from the production, is that it starts off with what I think is the weakest track on the album, which is Wheels of Confusion. High five! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Wheels of... And, and also, also, I'm going to tell you, that song is fucking cursed because I had a tire blowout when I was listening to Wheels of Confusion. Holy shit. And I was driving along. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, shit. I'm confused, and that's a wheel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, motherfucker. And then I had to get picked up by the AA dudes. Um, yeah. And that, that, yeah, that, yeah. And I just, yeah. That was easy. That easy was easy for me. But it really, it, that song really to me just, and plus starting off with Tomorrow's Dream, that's a fucking great song. And yeah. I just think Wheels of Confusion, it also Wheels of Confusion is another one that I, it just, too long for what it actually delivers and um and it's it's not bad like there's no skippable tracks on any of these fucking albums I, i'm gonna say that right now um but yeah well that was easy wheels of confusion has been removed from volume four which you know starts us right off with uh, with tomorrow's dream which i'm just I like. gonna re- re- i'm just gonna really quickly come in here and i, I always say this Whenever this comes up, okay. How fucking heavy is Cornucopia for something from 1972? Yeah, that intro, like like you said about Lord of This World. Yeah, right, right. We haven't talked about Sabbath for a while, right? Imagine coming up with boom, bum, dum, 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 dum. Yeah, dun, 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 boom. While flower power is still kind of a thing. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. Holy shit. That's the thing is that I feel like that's one of the unexplainable things that turns people into quote unquote metalheads or fans of metal is Mm -hmm. that you play me like the most beautiful, like classical music piece by, you know, seasoned veterans who are, who are masters of their instrument and perfectly composed and um, you know, everyone's playing beautifully and it's an absolute classic. It will make me feel nothing, but the riff from cornucopia, I feel it in my body. Like it starts playing and it's just like, it's a physical reaction to riffs and other things like that, that, Rock music and metal music, sometimes hip hop music, is the only stuff that does that. There's no yeah. other music that it, it exists in the world that physically makes me feel something when I hear it. Like that's you know, so yeah. If anybody yeah, ever that, wanted an explanation, there you go. It's unexplainable. It just happens to your body. Hell yeah, Satan! It's Satan entering your body. <laughs> metal 
<laughs> that was almost like a that was almost like a a, a, a gall or whatever with Satan. <laughs> That's my favorite thing from any documentary ever. Have you seen that from Metal a Headbanger's Journey? Yeah. It's just yeah. gall and he's sitting uh He's sitting on a long ass table, and then Sam Dunn asks him, "You know, what is your number one uh, influence for your music?" And he just sits there for a second. And he goes, "Satan," and then takes yeah. a drink. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. That, dude, that, dude, that dude's awesome. But um, yeah. um, and Sam Sam Dunn is awesome as well. But you know, yes. But what shout about, out Sam Dunn and Gall. Is that am I saying his name right? <laughs> Probably Sam, not. Sam, Sam Dunningall. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bringing me, bringing us to uh, probably my second favorite uh, Black Sabbath album, Sabbath Bloody Sabbath. And um, let's get a look at that rear cover. Oh, oh yeah. I've yeah. always thought that was cool as hell. Yeah, yeah, very like cool. The, the contrast, the juxtaposition of the two sides. Yeah, yeah, but. So the track listing we've got here, Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, A National Acrobat, Fluff, Sabracadabra, or Fluff, Sorry. <laughs> Sabracadabra, Killing Yourself to Live, Who Are You, Looking for Today, and Spiral Architect. So um, I love all of these songs. Yeah. But... There's only one that has a part that sometimes annoys me. Okay. Elaborate. And that is Ozzy singing, looking for today. Like that, that sometimes if I'm having a bad allergy day and like things are hurting my head, I'll just be like, no, Ozzy, no. Plus that song's kind of goofy. But um, yeah. So I so I chose to remove um, looking for today because like speaking of other other riffs, a national acrobat and spiral architect both have riffs that I'm just like, holy shit, man, you know, 50 years later, it's still just like, God damn it. Um, Not to mention fucking Sabbath Play Sabbath, which is an absolute classic. But what did you uh what did you do? Oh, and Sabracadabra's got my favorite Aussie vocal moment in the middle of it with the lovely lady. I love that part. Anyway, yeah. all right, which song did you choose? Honestly, for me, this one was a bit of a toss-up because I'm... There's two tracks on here like I'm not overly precious about, but the rest of the album, I'm as as far as I'm concerned, is fucking killer. Yeah. And it, it was going to be, for me, between Who Are You and Looking For Today. Yeah, um, I love how weird "Who Are You" is. It makes me so happy. Now, I was gonna say I actually had it in the playlist as "Who Are You" as the one I was gonna remove. But now I think about it, looking for today is kind of like one of those that's you know sticks out a little bit like a sore thumb. Whereas "Who Are You," granted, it's using like weird synthesizers and stuff, but and I it's love still that. kind of menacing. Yeah, yeah, and almost. It, almost reminds me of like 70s doctor who (laughs) (laughs) the the, the cybermen are walking down the street to yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh yeah like barely any budget special effects going on but you're still heavily invested yeah that's what made that original doctor who so great is that is just the and so they would they would do so much with so little sometimes yeah, I really like well, I, I really like that one episode from the Tom Baker era where they 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 go through the whole TARDIS and it's like a fucking building with staircases and either it's like yeah. they just went and shot it in a different building and they're like oh this is the TARDIS <laughs> we're, going, yeah. we're going down you know all these hallways and floors and staircases and shit it's uh, pretty funny oh man. Yeah, I remember there was like one like classic Doctor Who I caught one time on TV, and there was an alien whose hand was literally just bubble wrap spray painted <laughs> green. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so great. And that's it. And it's and, and it and that and the show was was massive. Nobody cared. Yeah, you know. I will. I will say, you know, being being a child of the two thousands. 
Christopher Eccleston and David Tennant will always be my favorite personal era yeah. of Doctor Who. Yeah. But I got mad respect for the for the early stuff, man. I've got books upon books of the stuff in the attic somewhere. Used to be I used to be obsessed with Daleks as a kid. Like before metal there was Doctor Who. Yeah. And Daleks were my Metallica. <laughs> I, I, I always bring it up, but my older brother was obsessed with Doctor Who, and he was the guy that he helped run the Doctor Who conventions in Austin, Texas. Got to mm. got to drive around John Pertwee and other people um, when they were wow. in town. But he was so into it; he had all sorts of shit. But uh, but he even because he's he became an uh, an art teacher, and he he's wow. always been very good at art. He literally fashioned his the door to his bedroom to where it looked like the TARDIS door. Wow. So it was he just made it out of like construction paper and all this other stuff. But it, his door was just the door to the TARDIS when you when you would go into his room. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. I've I've got like folders upon folders of those like Doctor Who Battles in Time trading cards up in up in the attic somewhere. Nice. But yeah. That that's, I'm hoping they're a lot of money. <laughs> I'm sure there. I'm sure there's something there. Um, Someone will pay it. <laughs> all right. Well, we well we we that was pretty quick to do Sabbath Play Sabbath. We we're going to remove looking for today. <laughs> um, which I like that song, but yeah, it's got it's got to go. If something's got to go. Um, plus, it's standing in the in the middle of Who Are You and Spiral Architect. So it's like, all right, let's not let's not fuck around. Yeah. Um, uh, last but not least, I think a very underrated Black Sabbath album because I really like this oh, one a lot. Um, Sab- absolutely, Sabotage, and you know, absolutely, we'll do front yeah. the front and the back where they're you know on the, which side of the mirror are they really on? I don't know. Um, but uh, so this has Hole in the Sky, Don't Start Too Late, Symptom of the Universe, Megalomania, The Thrill of It All. Super Super Czar Super Czar Am I Going Insane Radio Radio and The Writ <laughs> So Don't Late Don't Start Too Late is the weirdest track on any of like why is it even there Yeah <laughs> but we can't remove it because of our rules <laughs> <laughs> That's 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 the problem. Like it's basically just like this weird little like classical noodly thing on a on a guitar at the end of Hole in the Sky. Yeah. Which goes into Symptom of the Universe. So if you count Hole in the Sky and Symptom of the Universe, that is just that is a hell of a one two punch. Like Yeah. As far as an as far as an opening ten minutes of an album go. Yeah. Fucking hell, that's good. Um, Megalomania is amazing I, also. Oh, man. Thrill of it all. Yeah. Good stuff. Superzar, um I mean, we can't really remove it because it's an instrumental. Yep. So, you know, it's it's cool. It feels like uh if it, I've always felt that it sounded like something that I would hear on uh the Bugs Bunny and Taz <laughs> Time Busters game <laughs> for the PS1. Yeah. Like if you were in like if you were in like a kind of dark cavernous area, that's the sort of thing you would hear. Yeah. Um, and I also really like the writ, which leaves me with, am I going insane? Oh, fu- oh, radio. Yeah. That, which is, I did not choose that. Did you choose? Am I going insane? I, I chose, I chose, am I going insane? Because like, I feel like the, the rest of the album has this dark vibe and that song kind of pulls me out of it a little bit. And this is like my underrated evil Sabbath album. But what? But what if it had the odd, the odd uh, quality of ending on "Am I Going Insane"? Because I removed the writ because okay. it's got uh, the mean, le- it's know. got the least going on for me to really like. I wouldn't miss it that much. You know what are you talking about, man? At the end, they do that little thing where he goes, "I want you to blow on a jug." I want you to blow on a jug. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We wouldn't be missing that. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love. Am I going insane? It's just such a great song. I never said I didn't like it, but in terms of like vibe wise, 
you know. Yeah, I guess you're probably but, right, Jesus. But but I'm also of the mindset that there is, there's already a very long song on this album, and that very long song is better. I get, so. Yeah, I just don't think it, it doesn't do enough for me, in my opinion. But um, Megalomania is the one where he goes, suck me! Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Megalomania is staying. Um, yeah, I get the two mixed up sometimes. You're, I think that... Um, yeah, you maybe maybe have a good. I mean, I love I love. Am I going insane? But I guess on the album, maybe it doesn't necessarily make a whole lot of sense, and doesn't. I, I'm doesn't really add much to the album either. I'm thinking you could look at this one of two ways. Um, if you get rid of "Am I Going Insane," you have a consistently dark, scary kind of psychological horror vibe going on yeah right whereas whereas if you get rid of the writ the album is significantly shorter and more palatable um yeah so like you you've got damn you for having such um good takes on this stuff (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) Yeah, it's like oh. it's like excellent point, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I'm okay with that. We can remove "Am I Going Insane" from Igato Baz. Ooh, when I look at it in my thing, it says sabotage, but it's because I'm looking at myself mirrored. That's fucking cool. Igato Baz. Igato Baz. Um. <laughs> Okay, we'll remove Am I Going Insane? Radio. Okay. I like that song. Um, Me too. All right, well, you know what? Whenever we do these groove and removes, they always end with us kind of going, ah, okay. Because <laughs> it's always a fun conversation, but at the end it's like, what did we really do here? Nothing. Um, it's just more of us fucking... Fucking uh, flapping our 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 gums or whatever they call it. And I don't know, whatever. Um, <laughs> so we removed. So let's we'll do. We'll go backwards. We removed. Am I going insane from sabotage? We removed. Looking mm-hmm. for today from Sabbath Bloody Sabbath. We removed Wheels of Confusion from Volume Four. We removed After Forever from Master of Reality. We removed... What did we remove here? Uh, Hand of Doom from Paranoid. Mm-hmm. And we removed Sleeping Village. Right? Yes. From, uh, yeah. the, from the debut album. So, cool. That's, that's grooved and removed for six <laughs> Sabbath albums. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's... It, I, I, I think it's it's different because we've done albums that I think are more personal to us and we've had bigger arguments about which songs get removed. But I think <laughs> that for both of us, Black Sabbath, like they're such great albums, but they're they almost feel like they belong to other people. And, and I just enjoy them, you know, yeah, whereas yeah. like if we're going to talk about Faith No More albums, I'm going to be I'm going to be really you know opinionated about it because that was like my shit, yeah. you know. Absolutely. It is Sabbath's always one of those bands where I'm like I love them, but I know that there is like a a group of people out there who were there when it happened and know fuck tons more than I do. Oh yeah, for real. And you know, about the scene and what it was like when they were there and what was being played. Um that being said, you know, we, we between us we both have very extensive knowledge of this stuff, but Yeah. Again, you and I both came to the game a little late when it came to Sabbath. So yeah, um, <laughs> which is weird to think about, which puts into into perspective the massive time frame that Sabbath have been well, a thing. If you think about it, the last the last Aussie era, well, the last original Aussie era Sabbath album came out the year I was born. So they, by the time I was even aware of music, they Ozzy was already a solo artist. You know, it's like, yeah. 
So that, that's, I mean, that's pretty insane. But I mean, I, you know, that's when it all started. And we're only getting further and further away from it, folks. We're all getting older and older and we're all going to die. So thank you for joining us for. <laughs> um, and we we've got uh, we've got uh, a, a, a a cool fun a ranking that I'm really really looking forward to that is going to be one of those bands that I really think there's going to be two separate camps. There's going to be the yes. camp of people that go, wow. Why do you got to do this? And then the other set of people is going to be like, fuck yeah, about time. It's going to, it's yeah. going to, I really think so. Um, I've never met anybody that's on the fence about that band. Um, I've, I've only, They're, I've only met fans and people that hate them. Really? Yeah. E- even I will be the first to raise my hand and admit that um, I've experienced something of a, uh, forgiveness arc for this type of this specific time and genre of heavy music yeah um, yeah uh the the Let's type if, of the the uh is, is he, is he, is he gonna say variety the real question is are <laughs> you ready for this ranking um <laughs> Ding, 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 ding. So, um, and it's, and that one's, and that one's going to be a, it's going to be a two-parter. And this is, <laughs> I've, uh, I've been looking forward to this because, um, I'm a, I'm a fan, but I have to admit there's a few albums that I have not really heard much. And it gives me an excuse to really dig into some of these albums. And so I'm excited about that. Corn. <laughs> <laughs> it's corn. <laughs> it's, it's got the riffs. Um, so, yeah. I can't imagine a more beautiful thing. Yeah. Neither, yeah, me, neither can I really. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So next week. I always say next week, but if something comes up, it might be a week after. Who knows? But the next time you see mm-hmm. us, we will be getting our ranking for uh, the corn boys. We're going to be <laughs> corn boys. <laughs> we well, better be careful or we might fall in the corn hole. Hey. That was a corny joke. Oh, he's he's on a fucking roll. <laughs> this motherfucker's on the cob. It's like, <laughs> it's like a, it's like I'm an actual dad or something with my jokes. Um, but yeah, so that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a blast. Um, do you have any parting words for the Black Sabbath grooved and removed episode here? that's for that's for that's for next time dude i know it's a a teaser you know that they're they're gonna shit their britches when i bust out the entire 50 seconds of twist oh i'm looking i'm looking forward to that too oh dear lord what have i done i committed (laughs) myself to it now that was that was a joke now i have to (laughs) oh so that's gonna be fun yeah. Get rid of those notes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do after every episode. I just don't do it on camera. I get these fucking notes uh, out of my way. I don't need them anymore. I need to start my, my new notes. Um, all right. Well, that that's all we've got for this episode of Grooved and Removed. Next week, Cranked and Ranked will be back nice. because we will be ranking things that we cranked. And um, this time we removed things from the things that we grooved. Yes. See how it works? We, we did indeed do that. Yes, um, we did. But yeah, uh, as I said at the beginning of the episode, if you um, you know want to tell us how great we are, um, send me an email at oldheadpodcast at gmail.com. It's like a car race. It's the Fast and Furious outside your window. Uh, it sounded like a f- fucking biplane just crop dusted my house. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. Uh, 
I was I was thinking some, we were going to have some uh, some sound effects today because they're replacing somebody's roof right across the street, um, but they they finished early, so we didn't get the nice roofing sound effects today. But oh well. <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah, man. so so uh, peanut butter platypus to those of you who are here um, for this long, and you know you know you know who you are. You're the you're the homies, um, or uh, or what what do you call a lady homie? Is it, they just homies as well. Everyone's a homie. Homies a, homie is a. I, a, I, I go by dudette. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say that homie is an all-encompassing and inclusive term. I like that. So all of our homies, Absolutely. no matter of your sexual preference or gender, uh, what's the what's the word? Um, all, all are welcome. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. I was trying yeah. to think of a big fancy word, and I am not very smart. But everybody is welcome <laughs> on Crankton Ranked. You're all our homies, all the peanut butter platypuses. And, um, yeah, this, is, this has been fun, but we'll, we're, it's back to business next time, ladies and gentlemen. So Business time. So, as usual, I'm going to say goodbye, and then I'm going to throw it over to Mr. Eddie Sparks to take us out. Da-da. Generals gathered later, dude. Da-da. Just like dudes say later, dude. <laughs> Satan laughing spreads his wings. Oh, Satan. <laughs> I was doing the full live at Brixton Mike Patton thing. <laughs> Wonderful. Good night, everybody. Uh, Bye.